With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They'll knock you down, but you gotta get up. Trust yourself. You gotta be tough. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Tell me something about you. Hey, baby, do you believe in the real you? You can't go Recording in progress. Welcome <laughs> to a creepy opening of Jill and Off. I know. I was like, I wanted- did time just stand still? Why isn't she talking? <laughs> she I like- wanted, I wanted, it's the day before Halloween. This could be released tomorrow, which is Halloween. So why not open creepy? Oh, boo. Spooky. <laughs> I'm your creepy host, Christina Walkinshaw, with me as always. Jen Murphy, I'm going to creep you out by having just woken up and looking scary. <laughs> no, you look good. Oh, thank you. I did throw on some mascara. Oh, nice. It's funny because I went out with my friend Teresa last night, and when it, I t- she posted like a picture of her drink on Instagram, and I was like, "You're on the Upper West Side. I'm coming. I'm coming to wherever you are at right now. I'm gonna have a drink with you." And uh, she's like, "Oh, I, I'm not wearing any makeup or whatever." And then like I see her, and she's like, oh, "I look gross." I'm like, "I don't know if this is a compliment or an insult, but you look like how you always look." <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say she looked better. (laughs) (laughs) She looked great. She looked like, that's the thing. We're always in our heads. We're like, oh, I look like shit. I'm not wearing makeup. And it's like, no, you look like you. Like, that's you. (laughs) Like, I know. That's so funny. I wonder, you know, like how people have like body dysmorphia. I wonder if if that happens with us with makeup, like just putting it on, we believe we look better, but really we probably don't look that different. (laughs) I 100% think you're right. But your uh-huh. mind is tricking you. Like, you look way better now. <laughs> we, we do. We have makeup dysmorphia. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's true. I'm only wearing lipstick right now. I'm not wearing any other makeup. You always look good with just lipstick. I got glasses uh, hiding a lot of eye shit. <laughs> well, I know. That's why I always wear glasses on here. Some people look worse, though. Like, you know, I don't know if it's happening in New York, but there has been a trend the last couple of years here of... Uh, I have some family members that have done it. They get like permanent makeup on their eyebrows. What? Oh, like a darkening. Is that what threading is? I forgive me. I've never gotten it done. Even if it's not permanent, though, just people sort of using a eyebrow pencil and and making their brows darker. I do that. I'm like, bro, you look a lot better with your normal eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Where did yeah. this fad come from to have like black eyebrows? I know. I mean, you're right. Some people color them in too dark. (laughs) 
I'm not, I didn't color mine in yet today, but I will. I usually do because I, I don't know. I'm just like the blonde. Sometimes it doesn't look like I have eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, but you don't do like black. No, I'm still pretty easy. Also, I have huge news. I've made a decision, Jen. I've decided I'm going to get Botox just on my 11s. It's driving oh. me nuts. I got, I, I don't, I'm a happy core person. I don't like it. I don't look worried all the time. Look at me. Don't I look worried? <laughs> I mean, yeah, just, just talk to somebody who's already gone to a specific place. Don't, do not go through, um, what's the place where you got Groupon? your hair done before? <laughs> you don't want me to go get anything, Botox on Groupon? <laughs> Groupon, yeah. I couldn't think of it. Like, shit, what's the name of that place? Because they do always offer it. Um, I did it once. Did I tell you? My sister's been asking me for years. She's always asking me. And then one time I'm like, okay, I'll do it with you. And it did totally smooth out. Like, I didn't have any wrinkles. But it pulled my eyebrows up. And I swear I looked like Jack Nicholson. Like every time I looked, I just started crying when I looked in the mirror because my eyebrows were up here. Oh, no. And I guess now when I look at other women that have it, it to me, I can tell their eyebrows a little up and it doesn't look weird. But I think when it's your own face, it seems so dramatic that I just, oh my God. It's, uh, I didn't I, like it, but I think it's just, but my sister's been doing it for years and she looks great. You'll be fine. Just these, just the 11, just these two lines right there. It's driving me nuts. Like, I, I, you know, every time I take a picture, I'm like, oh my God, I, I feel like it'll, I don't know. I just, I can't, I never thought I would do it. I was like, I don't think I'm going to, but then you tell people you're getting Botox and, and they're like, oh, you haven't done it yet? You're a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> everybody's getting. I always told myself I would never do it. And then now I, I can notice when people have, not because it looks bad, but you just know that you're supposed to have a line on your forehead and you don't, you know? Yeah. Well, like I don't even care about 40s. those lines going that direction, but it's the, this direction. It's like, yeah. I don't want people to do lines out of my fucking forehead. Like, <laughs> you're supposed Somebody to do like overdosed off Christina's 11s. <laughs> Party on my forehead. <laughs> no, I think there's nothing wrong with it. It's. I'm going to go to Vegas. I, I told Christine that she, she has to take me to the place that she goes to and she's going to hold my hand. I'm like, yeah. I want. So I I, like... I'm probably going to get it done for Christmas. Like uh, on my way to Maui, I'll make a pit stop in Vegas, get some Botox, play a little video poker, and then continue onwards and see if my family notices. <laughs> That's hilarious. Nobody in my family did. See, I know. I don't feel like nobody will notice. They'll just be like, oh yeah. Again, again, you look like you. There's like, <laughs> we're doing yeah. all these things. Nobody notices. And they're not like deep enough lines that that's part of your face that people really know. Like we notice it on ourselves a lot more than other people would. Exactly. That's going to be Botox for Christmas, the Christina oh, Wagenshaw story. <laughs> very excited. Maybe I'll join you. Santa, bring me a flat forehead, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the next time I went back, so then I did it a second time. Because I was like, I just, I want to see if I can like fix it a little bit or do it better. And then, so I told her like, don't pull them up so high. So she did it a little different. And then I swear just one was kind of up further than the other. I wouldn't mind that because I feel like my face is very asymmetrical. I want whatever side is a little droopy. I would love that if like you evened it out. That would actually yeah, be good. No, it, it is cool. It brings up your eyes. Because also as women in our 40s, I don't know if it's happening to you, but my eyelid is starting to sag a little. 
You know, you're, I mean, I, I see it on other family members' faces. Um, so yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, I am six years me. older than you. <laughs> <laughs> you're not six, are you? Five and a half. Yeah. Okay. Um, but. Oh my God. Yeah. So anyways, I see it. I, I know it's coming for me. I, that's what you do, right? You look at your family members and you're like, okay, so I'm going to turn into that, right? <laughs> like, you, know, you look at your mom, your aunt, you know, your grandma or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay. So I, I see I'm starting to get that from your face. I'm starting to get that from your face. <laughs> I'm getting that little, that from my dad. Like, you know, it's just like, <laughs> so I was weird thinking about your age yesterday. That's why I knew so quickly that you were five and a half because I was like, oh, shit, it's almost Christina's birthday because it's going to be November. I know. Crazy. I don't know what I'm going to do for my birthday. Can you come visit me? I'm trying to convince somebody to come visit for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to do. Last year I had Julia, right? So I was like, oh, I'll have a party even if nobody comes. I have Julia, right? Like, And then so I get home from my my next cruise on November 28th. So like right after Thanksgiving. So... I mean, I can have a party on my birthday, November 30th, but I, I don't know what I, like, I just am at a loss for ideas. This is 44. I'm like, I don't know. I've already, what do we, I've already oh, done. Wait. I'm party. not that much older than you. I thought you were turning 43. Oh, I just told everybody my age. That's okay. That's not, oh. But I was like, I didn't think you were that much older. I was like, I thought you were three years older, maybe four, but like. Oh, okay. I thought you were 42. No, I'm turning 44. So I'm 43 <laughs> for another month. And then I will be 44 years old for four. It's almost time for you to start 50 before 50. <laughs> oh, baby, I'll hit it. Don't you worry. <laughs> you know what? I'm kind of like, as I told you, almost at a sabbatical, but I'm going to transfer my numbers to you because I have a pretty high number. I, no, and... they're non-transferable, Jen. <laughs> Those numbers are non-transferable. <laughs> Damn it. You don't I want know, all I... my black men? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. So I have cute. been feeling pretty not sexual, except that I did meet the guy that I told you about last week after we podcast. <gasps> that's right. Oh yeah, that's right. You haven't told you haven't told any of our listeners about this guy. No, so last Sunday we, was our last podcast. And uh when we finished, it was like just in time for the second half of Sunday night football. So I ran across the street to my little local bar. And I saw this guy sitting at the bar, but I was like, uh he probably wouldn't want to talk to you. you know when you think about saying hi to someone and I just pictured him being like, whatever, lady, because he looked uh, younger than me. So I'm like, he's just going to think I'm some crazy old lady. right? Oh, no. See, I don't think like that. That's you being too much in your head because I would fully talk to anybody who even showed a, the, the slightest sign of wanting an interaction. I'll start well, an interaction. He had his back to me. He wasn't looking at me. Okay. I would have literally like walked up and went into his face like, hi, like... <laughs> I was like behind his, like at a chair behind him. So, I mean, it's, it's fine. I could have done it, but whatever. Then a little bit later, he's standing and talking. And then he turned and asked me a question about the game. Cause you know, people can just tell I'm a football expert. <laughs> <laughs> you do have that look about you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why sports are awesome because it gives you an in. It gives you, it's a, it's a given pickup line. You don't need it to think of anything. You can just comment on the game. It's true. It's good small. It's nice, easy, small talk, and it's not the weather. So it's great. Yes. <laughs> like I told you, some guy in the airport yesterday came up to me, this cute old black man, and he had a little Giants pennant when I was wearing my Giants shirt. And he was like, a woman after my own heart. Aww. And I was like, oh, you're so cute. <gasps> Anyways, so I interrupted. Keep going back to your, your hot pickup story. 
Oh, the Giants are playing soon, I think. I know, at 4.30. I'm very excited. And I can't find my shirt. It's driving me nuts. And I know it's in this fucking apartment. It's not like, it's here somewhere. I just can't find it. Imagine living in a studio and losing a t-shirt. Like, how the fuck did I do that? (laughs) I've seen your studio, so I can understand how. (laughs) Look at the background. It's a fucking sty right now. I have not even, I haven't unpacked because it's not like I need to wear any of those summer dresses. I don't even need to unpack that. And this is my suitcase from the cruise I took in August. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) I'm going to unpack it, I swear. (laughs) I'm just going to leave it packed. All those clothes, they're all like show clothes. It's like I I probably won't even wear any of that shit until my next cruise. Yeah. Anyways, keep going. I keep interrupting your hot pickup story. It's okay. Dude, that's totally fine. Um, No, so then we were just talking and stuff, and then he told me he has an album out, spoken word. That's when I texted you, and I was like, uh at first, I was like, this is just going to be a funny new podcast topic because I didn't think I'd see him again. But then, like, then, like for a while, and he's visiting, he was visiting from Atlanta. And then him and his other friends wanted to go somewhere else, so they were leaving. So we just hugged and whatever, and then left. And then, like, an hour later, I was already, like, in my pajamas. And then he texted me. He's like, we came back. Where are you? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can't. But they were going to be here for seven days. So I'm like, just text me again. So anyway, we ended up going out like four days later. And I went and hung out at the house they were staying at. They were staying at this huge house. like in. Where's the house? But it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Where where was the house? In Calabasas. Oh, yeah. That is a nice area. It was quite a drive. Yeah. (laughs) But I didn't drive, so it was fine. But it was a lot of fun. He's very... um, uh, like spiritual. He's very high frequency. Oh, I like that. You know, idea. What's the name of this podcast that he has? This spoken word thing. I'll check it out. No, it's not a podcast. It's like he had an album out on iTunes. Oh, what's the album? So he put it into my phone. I'll send you a song. Okay. Oh, yeah. Send me the whole album. Or let's give him a shout out right now. Oh, okay. Poet Nomad. <laughs> what was that? I mean, we're, we're influencers, Jen. You know that. <laughs> we are influencers. Spoken word recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> well, even better, we could shout out. He has a company in Atlanta where they sell uh, sports clothing. It's called Game Face Gallery. That's a better shout out for him, probably. Game Face Gallery. That sounds great. I need some more Giants gear. I think I'm going to buy my niece's Giants t-shirts for Christmas. Really? <laughs> like, what's this, Annie Christina? It's a football team. I'll be like, what's that? <laughs> like. You know, John, my brother-in-law watches football. He's been like watching it on his phone as he like cooks on Sunday afternoons. So now they're thinking about getting another TV like closer to the kitchen. Like at first they were like, oh, we don't want a TV in our living room. This is a social place. And now they're like, fuck it. We need to watch football on Sundays while we're cooking. <laughs> like, But they do have football in Canada, right? Because isn't that where John Ryan went after the Seahawks? So we have the CFL, but truly... It's not the same. Like, no, I, I don't know. I never got into the CFL. I feel yeah. like, you know, there are some people that are really into it and they all live in Saskatoon. Oh, That's it. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. I I mean, help me out, Canadian friends. But does it, do any of us really watch the CFL? I never did. Like, I no, guess like, it's kind of like soccer here where, you know, it's huge. In yeah. yeah. Like, like I said, I think it's like people in like the prairies kind of like it. But I feel like for the most part, most Canadians do like the NFL. But we don't necessarily like have we don't have teams like like that's why growing up in Vancouver, I'd be like, OK, sure, the Seahawks. But now that I'm actually in New York, you know, I've spent the last Giants. couple of years. 
watching the Giants, and this season is insane. Like, just people shouting at me on the cruise ship, being like, six and one. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go. It's exciting because it's very, very unexpected. Like, I, I couldn't even tell you that I, I don't know. That, yeah, anyways. I, I feel like last year I'd be like, scratching my head if you asked me to like name the quarterback and now I'm like oh my god Daniel Jones is amazing like <laughs> but you had that giant shirt when you lived here because I remember you wearing it sure did that's a clothing swap uh special I got that at a clothing oh swap. okay so you didn't even buy it for the Giants gotcha okay no that's I remember funny. when I got it. well you were again, you were making your destiny at that time that's exactly what I was gonna say I was like I was trying to manifest New York I saw that t-shirt and I was like oh I'm gonna move to New York eventually I gotta yeah got that t-shirt it was all just just brewing my, my manifest back then. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. And Meg did my hair yesterday. I'm Julian McCullough's girlfriend. And I fucking love her so much. But she's also – she's Team New York for sure. She's like, oh, she's like, thank God I get out of L.A. I was like, yeah, that place is a dump. You know me. I'm she's so trash talk L.A. a lot. I only met her once because I opened for him at the San Jose Improv. Like, I mean, it was pre-pandemic, obviously. So it was probably like five years ago. And she was there, and I was like, oh, you're so pretty. And have you seen her daughters? They're so pretty, too. Oh, my God. Does she have two daughters? Two, yeah. And they, they like, have her hair, like, red hair. Anyway, I the listeners are probably like, we don't know this woman. Why are you talking about her daughters? But Oh, I know. I, I know she so has pretty. a daughter. But um, anyways, you know, she's fucking awesome. And you know she did I'm my always... hair. I was very happy. It's just nice when you have, like, a hairdresser who you, you like, do you know what I mean? Where it's like, cause it's somebody you have to like talk to for like a couple hours. It's like, it's an awkward conversation where it looks like you're talking, like it feels like you're in a car and you're like talking to somebody in the rear view mirror. Do you know what I mean? You're just like, yeah, you know, they're like behind you. But anyways, but I feel like I was there for a couple hours, obviously. And I feel like it flew by. We got along really well. And she recommended the new Carly Rae Jepsen album to me. And I was like, how did this sneak by me? How did I not see this get released? I, I love Carly Rae. And it is. It's it's a good, you know me, I like my pop music. But she's got oh, this yes. duet with like Rufus Wainwright. And it's really, it's good. It's, I've already been binge listening to the new Taylor Swift album, like 24-7. On the cruise ship, I just like hit play. And it's just like always playing. You love Taylor. I still never got into her. Oh Don't God. tell Augie Smith. Oh. <laughs> I ever tell you, I'm sure I told you a long time ago when I was babysitting, I told him once, like, I'm just not that into Taylor Swift. He went off. Do you even know how talented she is? And just, and I was like, I'm sure she is. I just never started listening. It's not personal. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. People are always like, oh, respect, but it's not my thing. Yeah. It's I mean, funny if you say you don't listen to someone, people think that, like, you think they suck. I'm like, no, I just never got into it oh my god <laughs> i love her oh my god she's oh there's so many good lines on that album like uh i'm damned if i do give a damn what people say like oh i love it no she definitely yeah she heard the songs that i have heard obviously the ones on the radio or whatever they're always those moments where you're like fuck like, I know. like the things that you try and convince yourself about a guy, like when I tend to give people the benefit of the doubt way too much, like, oh, he's probably just this or that. And then she's one of those where you hear the song and you're like, yeah, he is a piece of shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> she'll like describe a situation perfectly and you're like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. It's true. Like she's. Yeah, like sometimes I'm like, fuck, she again, it does feel like she's like reading a diary sometimes like the, yeah. these. 
these newer albums don't feel like like a formulaic song like okay so here's the first verse the chorus the second verse and here's where everything has to rhyme like now it just it it's you know it's weird i'm gonna compare it to billy joel but you know billy joel it's like yeah there's like little stories of like you know what i mean like scenes from an italian restaurant like it has that kind of feeling where it's just like a little slice of like a story you know what i mean it's like a little piece of her diary and like yeah it also makes you feel better because sometimes you know things that i've cried about and then when somebody else says it and you're like okay well if people are making songs about it then i'm not the only one (laughs) oh yeah i know totally (laughs) you're right it really makes you feel less alone you're like oh yeah okay so there's like one line i I think it's such an idiot and then like well a lot of people are making the same mistakes as me so oh yeah like she has there's so many good lines on this album though like you know he was doing lines while crossing all of mine it was like oh i love it like, i was like whoa she's like don't get mad get yeah, even she's getting, whoa she's getting powerful now tell Thrown augie down. Said, tell augie i said taylor swift is amazing Holy crap. Let's text him right now. See what he says. No, <laughs> I have one more dilemma that I know my story wasn't that exciting, but I just have one. I'm excited. Aren't you guys excited, listeners? <laughs> Did anybody have to go to the bathroom right after they heard that story? It wasn't exciting. Who peed their pants when Jen told that story? <laughs> email us at Jill and Pod at dot, whatever. I don't know our email. We don't check. They're it. like, oh, Jen met a guy in slots of them. Huh, that's a new one. <laughs> we could be a little Taylor Swift's. I mean, we're out there. We're doing, we're doing the work. We're meeting the guys. We're dating the guys. We're doing the same thing that she is doing. But we're just not writing great songs about it (laughs) (laughs) this is my dilemma he's fucking the sweetest person in the world like he's texting me every single day and he's super sweet he's back in atlanta obviously this is my dilemma i still don't know how old he is and i'm really too scared to ask (laughs) whoa that's funny (laughs) too scared to ask the age (laughs) yeah (laughs) at this point i don't think i have to because he still never asked mine but He's already mentioned that he wants to see me again. So I'm like, well, uh, I'm going to have to find out eventually. I mean, I guess so. You're, you think he's profiling mid-20s, right? Is that what you're thinking? I'm hoping he's 30. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wishing I really don't and hoping know. And praying. <laughs> this is the problem with men that have darker skin. They don't show any wrinkle. Like a white dude, you can kind of, you can see a little on his face, maybe. Even when yeah. they're 30, you can see a little bit. Yeah. You can look at the hairline. I feel like most yeah. darker skinned men don't tend to get a receding hairline until they're 60. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I know you're right. No. And I they mean, have beautiful, smooth skin. <laughs> I know you're right. They really are. They really are the chosen people for aging. Like there's everybody looks amazing. You're like, oh man, you guys. He's everybody's he's, probably like shouting into the into this whatever. If you're listening to it on headphones right now, just say it, you guys. You want to say black don't crack? You can say it. So everybody's thinking to... it right now. It's true. It don't crack. It looks great. They it's don't need almost twenty three. No, but uh, I... yeah, have you ever seen a black person in a Botox office? No. <laughs> I'm looking when I go. I gotta look around. I'm like, oh man, you guys got it made. <laughs> I mean, I mean, either way, he's a lot younger than me. <laughs> but if I can deal with, like, okay, if he was like 32 or something, I'd be like, well, he's a lot younger than me, but whatever. He's he's cool. You can't 
in the 20s. Anything in the 20s is just too. Oh, I know. That's no, creepy. it feels. Yeah, it does feel creepy. It's anyway. like, yeah. Anyway, that's it. I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to do it. I don't have to. Do I? Jen, you don't have to do anything you don't want to. Thank you, Christina. Uh, sorry. That burp <laughs> was really... I, I thought it was, it was kind of forced, but it wasn't. I felt like I needed a burp, and yet it wouldn't come out. There we go. There you go. Somebody well, wrote me from some some journalist was like, hey, I want to do a follow-up story. And I was like, mm, I got out of the burping business. Sorry, I'm not interested. <laughs> you can get back in. No, I don't want to. I'm out. That's it. I'm retired. I'm just burping for pleasure now. <laughs> no. I still think we should do another burp contest because last week I got a notification that somebody commented on YouTube on our burping contest from three years ago. Oh, and he loved it or what? And then anytime, because of course, if somebody comments, I go to the video because I always want to write back and say That's thank good. you or whatever. And then I saw the video had like 8,000 views and I was like, oh, we should do this again. <laughs> I know. It's sad. It's sad when like burping contests are fully getting more hits than our fucking stand up. Oh yeah, my stand up has seventy nine, and then <laughs> seventy nine a comedy, eight thousand burping. I'll see myself out. <laughs> I try and put my stand up on the reels. You know, you've seen. I, I try and post them every so often. But then, every, but then every time I'm scrolling through Instagram and people have stand-up stuff, I'm just like, ugh, I just go right past it. Same. <laughs> I scroll so fast. I'm like, comedy is gross. I know. And then I'm like, fuck, I'm one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what am I going to do? I would so see. I'm like the best kept secret in comedy. I don't put anything on the internet. <laughs> you want to go look me up? on? I keep saying I'm going to make this video called Dear People Looking Me Up on the Internet. And then I'll explain exactly... Why I'm not putting my stuff on the internet. <laughs> I still hope people fucking come and see me at a show. Maybe enjoy the jokes in a surprise fashion where you don't know the punchline coming because you already fucking looked it up on the interweb. Yeah. Think, you know, that's the thing, right? How fast do these fuckers think I write? You think I can just like purge my fucking favorite jokes right now on the internet and then you come see me in real life? I'm like, okay, well, um, here come the hits. <laughs> Jokey-okey, sing along if you know the punchline. <laughs> I know. You know, whenever I headline, I have like 50-50 where it's like newer stuff. And then I always throw in a few of the classics. Mm -hmm. And then I'm afraid somebody went on the internet and looked and saw. Same. I feel about Saw I me do I that same joke on YouTube and they're like, 2008. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's 100% me. <laughs> And I do feel it. Like, I feel it. Like, there's those shows they do in Connecticut. I probably already said this on a podcast, but I felt a dip on one of my, like, on one of my good jokes that is on my comedy special from 2010. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I felt the dip. And I was like, that joke didn't do as well as it always does. And then the people, like, I talked to people after the show. They're like, oh, yeah, we looked you up on YouTube. That's so we came. And I was like, oh, and that worked. And you came. Uh... But it's like, I know you saw that joke. And now I'm like going back through like my set in my head i'm like oh that explains that dip because you've already fucking heard it yeah that's true and then you keep doing the jokes i mean the best you could do is keep writing new tags and then you notice the tags pop because they haven't heard the new tags that's like oh my god i this was uh kind of funny. so i was obviously i was on a cruise last week i just got home like two days ago and i'm like 
just walking around the, the guy Fieri, the burger joint there, getting my burger. I had one burger in 11 days. I was really proud of myself. Wow. That what happened to you? The most delicious thing. On the, of course, the most delicious thing on the cruise is like the dirt, the thing I shouldn't eat every day, like a cheeseburger and fries. But anyway, so I'm like dressing up my burger. And this guy behind me is like, oh, you got a show tonight? I go, yeah, 9.15. Why are you coming? And he goes, well, got nothing else to do. <laughs> stage and it killed they can all like picture themselves like all these cruisers and all yeah that sounds like us <laughs> cruisers uh, are like camp like they need all these activities like the cruise director's like oh my god we gotta make sure we have something going on like all all minutes of the day they're like i'm like it's like can't people i would just be happy to be on a cruise and like look at the ocean and like have a drink and float to a new city every day like that's enough for me i don't need activities but these people need activities you got to keep them busy like i feel like i feel like we're camp counselors sometimes (laughs) okay so we're gonna do bingo and then we have karaoke at the lounge it's comedy show there's three comedy shows tonight and then our, our full dance production in the theater and you know what i mean it's just like Nonstop. Yeah. Have you ever gotten so bored on a ship that you go into that um, seminar they have? I don't know if they have it on Carnival, but they have it on Norwegian. They do uh, in the theater. They do a presentation that shows you how the ship works. <laughs> oh my god! I thought you were gonna say there's there's also like a seminar in the theater on like how to get off the boat. <laughs> I'll be doing our dis- uh, disembark uh, disembarkation presentation tomorrow morning at eleven, so everybody knows how to get off the boat. I'm like. Oh. <laughs> How do we get off the boat? We get off the boat. Like. <laughs> Some people need help. I got to say, though, the one about how the ship works is kind of intriguing because you don't think about they, – they explain how many people are living in that crew area, which is creepy. Right. How many, like, pounds of food is loaded onto the ship? Like, it's pretty insane. Actually, you're right. You know what? I actually would. And that's not one of the things that's on like the 7,000 channels that are all just like, here's this part of the ship and here's the safety channel and here's that channel. But you know what? I actually might go to that seminar. (laughs) We make fun of it. They're like, yeah, so we'll be there. (laughs) I mean, I didn't stay for the whole thing. I just wandered in for like five minutes. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's the thing with cruise ships too. You're constantly just like wandering in and out of things. You're like you don't have to commit to anything, right? Like you want to take it so personal when somebody walks out of your comedy show, but it's also like maybe you got a dinner reservation. I don't know. Maybe you didn't even mean to go to comedy. Maybe you're like, oh, what is this? Oh, okay, never mind. Like you know what I mean? Well, there was a lot of people that didn't commit to my show on the last cruise. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that last cruise I just did. I think it was one of my favorites actually. Oh, like nice. even my repeat pg show was like really fun i was like whoa this is a good one like i mean my first adult show was insane it was like everybody was so hammered it ended up being like just so much crowd work because i they, they just you know what i mean they were so drunk they were like popping up like a game of whack-a-mole i was like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> but it was super fun and like yeah and I like all the crew on that ship. I've been on that ship like four times now. So now it's like, it feels comfortable and people trust me. They're like, oh yeah, Christina's cool. Christina's fun. And you know. You're a regular. I'm a regular. One more cruise left this year. Go back to the Carnival Valor in November. So back to New Orleans, which you know, I love New Orleans. I thought you were doing NCL again. Doing NCL in January. Oh, not until January. 
What are you doing today for Sunday football? Well, I'm going to go for brunch with Kat and Chuck. And then you told I'm- me not to let you go to brunch. What? Oh, oh no! Wait, I know I'm, I'm. I'm just not allowed to podcast after brunch. Oh, like, brunch! Brunch is very. We need to rename brunch because brunch is just a shit show for day drinking. Like that I know. is. It. How does? First of all, why do we need like unlimited alcoholic drinks during brunch? That's not safe. Like that I don't is. Know. You're hammered by like three o'clock. Like I know everybody knows that I'm a great drinker. And let me tell you, I am a professional, but I'm pro enough to know. I don't think you're supposed to day drink. And she was like, I think I did go to bed at like six o'clock that day. <laughs> oh my God. You you was, did really good on that podcast considering. Cause I was too scared to listen to it. I was like, I think that I'm fucking probably a hammered mess. And I know I like talked about Casino Niagara. And it's funny that I went down that rabbit hole because then – April messaged me and it was like one of the last texts I saw before I lost reception. So I couldn't write back, but she's like, can you record your sexual harassment story for my brother's like USC project? And I was like, it's emotional. Like I, you know what I mean? To like go down memory lane of some shit time in your life. You're like, Oh yeah, let me just hit record on the camera. I feel like I was just like, anyways, I didn't write back. Can you send him what you said on the podcast or it needs to be a lot more detailed? I don't know. See, that's the thing. I have to write her back, which I should probably do today. But I'll probably just say like, here, why don't you listen to this podcast that we literally just recorded. So at least it's fresh and I have a little I can you know, cut retrospective view on it. I um, can cut out that chunk for him, but I would have to like we transfer it because the file's too big. Anyway, we'll be talking yeah. about this off the podcast. Anyways, we oh, only have fuck. Six just when we think left. we're going to have an exciting podcast, we ruin it by fucking... <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, it was interesting how all of a sudden that story is like popped up a couple times this week where it's like oh yeah these stories and uh, that was pre me too as well but anyways back to the 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 point is brunch will fuck you up especially in new york like i was and i'm supposed to do brunch and then football (laughs) i'm gonna go slow i'm gonna like i'm just gonna have you know mimosas won't hurt you i feel like if i just stayed but it's the bloody mary's when you're just like okay oh yeah bottomless vodka that's healthy Oh, see, I feel like mimosas get you more drunk because Bloody Mary is just so heavy with all the tomato. Mimosas, mm. like the champagne, gets you all your head dizzy. That's you're right, and I always end up having a beer anyways because I have to. But the bartender's so nice; she never like charges me for the beer. She just includes it with my like all you can drinkness. I'm like, how come like the beers? She's she's like, whatever. <laughs> I definitely love a whatever bartender when I lived in New York. It's just so easy. Uh, I wish you were here. You really should come for my birthday. Oh, no, I never do it here. It's like, see, it's just a hassle. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's fun. Last night I went to, so I, I Teresa, who's like one of my, my new great friends. I love her. So again, I met her at Cafe Luxembourg on the Upper West Side. We had a very nice high frequency drinks and then we ended up kind of started we'll we'll have a drink and we'll have a snack and then it turned into like no i'm gonna have a nice glass of wine and i'm gonna have a fucking lobster roll and be a grown-up adult and have a night and she had a steak tartare and like a martini it was just like we got our fucking fancy 40 year old dinner on and then we were talking to the regulars made friends with the bartenders it was just like it's a really cute place too just like a cute little bistro and then uh we went to stand up new york jf was in town i watched his spot and uh, caroline ray came to like run her tonight show set and i have to tell you caroline ray this is the first time i've seen her like in a club setting 
I think I've seen her in like Winnipeg, like in a gala or something, but I, I actually don't think I've met her. And nor did I like introduce myself last night. I just like watched her set and she reminds me of you. Really? Yeah, she's so cute and like her energy is so fun. But her hair was even styled. Like I felt like I was watching you. Like like cute little ponytail, like jeans and a t-shirt. Um her material was fucking great. She had a whole bunch of stuff about astrology, which you know I was obsessed with. She's an Aries like you. And I was just like, I love me some Caroline. I'll have to Ray, look I'll it up after uh, she does the tonight show. I know. I can't wait to watch that set now. But and it was so funny because she was telling the audience, she's like, I'm running my set. And then she must have had her manager or somebody like taping, or, like not taping her, but like timing her. And she's like, okay, go. So, like, oh, fuck, we have a stone over again because these people were fighting. Like, whatever. Anyway, she's just like really having like fun with her set. And it was, it was really fun. But it was good for me to like hang out because you know how I, you know how I live in comedy Mecca and then I fucking avoid comedy here. I know. <laughs> you guys, do I know what I'm doing with my career or what? <laughs> Pink City, but yeah, so that was really fun. Uh, So yeah, I just uh, had a fancy dinner. Then I hung out at a comedy club, and then uh, obviously I had a nightcap with Paul. And uh, Paul is Paul's not drinking right now too, so he's gone three weeks. I think he said, and it's funny because I went five days without drinking on this cruise, five out of eleven. Thank you. It's good for me. Five out of 11, not in a row. I was like, I go like two days without drinking and then I'm like, oh, I'm just going to have a glass of wine. I never drink a lot on the cruise ship anyways. Yeah, no, I never really did either. A couple of times when I became friends with people like on the last night yeah. or something. Maybe, that's but. exactly what it is. I'm, I want to go for like a drink with my host or, or something, you know? So it's like, well, but, uh, you know, but they also like count your drinks, right? So it's like. Oh, that's right. Carnival call. count. There's a drink count every time. So it's like. Two, like one, two. The only time I've ever drank a lot is when um, somebody else decided to buy a bunch of drinks for me. I've never like paid for a lot because, you know, it's expensive. So I don't think mine would ever have been counted anyway. Right now. Well, usually I just like to get a bottle of wine and then, you know, I'll just like nurse that for a couple of days in my room. And that's like my nightcap. Yeah. I watch so much Food Network again. If I can, I can't wait for Halloween to be over. So I, those stupid Halloween baking contests. And then right when I'm like excited that it might be over, I'm like, finally, this fucking, this Halloween bullshit cookie making contests are going to be over. And now it's like, oh, Food Network's Christmas cookie challenge. I'm like, no more cookies. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see cookies. I want to see chopped. I want to see some fucking hot entrees getting made in a half an hour stat with special ingredients. Make it the star of your dish. I don't want to see cookie competitions. They're not even exciting. They're like, you have four hours to make a cookie. That's too much time. <laughs> Do you watch Chopped? You're supposed to have 20 minutes. 20 minutes on the clock. <laughs> Sorry. And the food tastes like their sweat that's dripping off of their forehead. I, that's what I want. <laughs> I like out chef now. I have a crush on Eddie Jackson. Oh, look up Eddie Jackson. He's apparently he's a Sagittarius too. I like it when they drop their signs. I'm like, oh, I'm glad you're doing this. You're doing it for me. Okay. Um, I have gonna moving on from Bobby Flay. Uh, we only have a minute left. I have one. Shit. Question. I have one question for you. Okay. Unless you have what? You, unless you want to say something the last minute. No, you go. I just babbled about the Food Network. That's not good content. Go. How do you feel? How do you feel about somebody licking the inside of your ear? You're just bringing this up now. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this should have been at the beginning of the podcast, Jen. This isn't a closer. This is a whole new topic. <laughs> okay, let's save it. It'll be a teaser for next. This is definitely a teaser. Okay. It's disgusting. I, I, it's. Have you ever done it to somebody else? W- what does that taste like? It don't taste good. 
I know. I was like, I was like, I I thought to shave my vag. I didn't know I had to do a two Q-tip clean out of the. <laughs> exactly. You could lick the lobe. You could do a little kissies around the lobe. Like if 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 there's a piercing. If there's a hole, I, oh, I mean, not that hole, but it, I don't know what I'm going to say now. But yeah, no tongue in the ear. Please, this is something you can email us about, you guys. We're going to talk feel? about this on the next one. Yeah, tongue in the ear.